Greetings. I have Sister Valentina with me. She's our sister from Ruskinska village. So we will continue discussing and spending some time together to fellowship to discuss the Bible translation project, what God is doing here with the Hanti people. Praise the Lord. So this is my first question. Please, could you share? Could you tell me? How do you live? Like, do you stay here in this village uh, always? Or do you come for a time and then you travel back to the woods? How is your lifestyle? What's the order, the style of your life? How do you do with the Bible translation? Do you give a lot of time? Does it work fine? Well, I live in the woods, in Taiga. So sometimes we travel to the village, so we stay for a while, to live here for a while, and then we travel back to the woods. Well, our permanent residence place is Taiga, is the woods. So that's where we spend most of our time. I like this life because since my childhood, childhood since my birth i lived in the woods in taiga well with the bible translation yes we work on translating it into hunter language because we need it our people hunter people they need bible translation in their own tongue because they are eager to know god but how will they know god if they can't read if they don't understand russian language but when they have bible translation in hunter language they can listen to that and they can understand the word of god Thank you. So, are you only translating the Bible when you travel here to the village, or can you do it back home in the woods? Do you continue with Bible translation? Yes, when we travel here, we work on translating Bible here as a group, but also going back home to the woods, to the camping ground. We continue with the Bible translation work even there at home. So, you use the tablets? Yes, we have this device, the tablet, and we take it with us to our home in the woods, in Taiga. Praise the Lord! How did it happen? How did you start to be involved in the Bible translation? How did it all begin? Well, we were told, we were asked that uh, you can do the Bible translation into Hanta language. First, we had lots of doubts. We thought it was impossible, but everything is possible for God and with God. So we decided we take the challenge and we started to translate the Bible. And then we just felt, we just knew that we have to reach out to our own people to bring them the Word of God the, to our own people in their own language. Okay, so now there are people that can't listen or read in Russian language, so they won't understand. If you speak to somebody uh, about God in Russian language, some people they can't understand. Yes, there are people like that. They don't speak Russian. Sometimes they don't understand the meaning, what you say. Some people, they're absolutely not fluent. They don't know Russian. Like uh, in the church, the Russian or Hanta language services, when I am preaching in Russian, I'm sharing the word, I do it first in Russian and then immediately I translate myself in Hanta because if people only listen to Russian, they don't understand the meaning. But when you explain the meaning in Hanta language, you have to understand that that gives them a deeper understanding of the Word of God when you explain it in their own Hanta language. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I think that Bible translation into Hanta language, you personally, you need it too. That's how I think. Or do you understand everything in Russian? What's the better language for you to understand, Russian or Hanti? Well, well, when I was in school, I know both languages. Well, I need this translation to share it, to convey it to the people. Well, for me myself, I don't say I don't need this, but I can understand Russian. 
language, Russian Bible. So, but trying to imagine if someone will speak a foreign language with me, I will not understand it. So I'm imagining my own people who don't understand Russian. I need to give them the Bible in Hanty language so they can understand. So it's not any foreign language Bible. Is it easy to translate the Bible? Is it an easy job? No, sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes it's not an easy job. Our language is like that. Sometimes one Russian word will take many words in Hanti to bring the meaning uh, to the people. So it's uh, difficult. Sometimes some sentences are easy to translate, but some passages are hard in terms of how to convey the meaning behind the passage so that people would understand the ones who listen to that. But, well, once again, nothing is impossible for God, so He gives us His wisdom so we can translate it properly. So when you don't know how to translate, what do you do? When we don't know how to translate a word or a term, we 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 call our sisters and then together we would advise each other, we will consult each other and then decide on how to better translate that word. So this is a group work as a collective, right? What's interesting is that, uh, well, do you live far from here? What is the distance? Well, when we travel in the summer season, we have to go around about 400 kilometers because you travel around. But in winter season, we use snowmobile, Buran. So it's about 200 kilometers, 150 to go straight. So in winter season, it is shorter distance, maybe 100 over the snowmobile. Uh, that's the vehicle we use to travel in winter. Sometimes we still take a longer route to visit France. Well, 200, 400 kilometers. That's the distance you have to travel to reach you. It's a long distance. I would say it's far to go. Well, there are no direct routes. There are many oil industry sites. You still have to travel around Surgut and other places to reach to our site, our place, our camp. But still, you do your work fine. But how do you combine all of different uh, pieces? Some people translate this part. Other people work on other translations. You consult with each other. You get advice from each other. Well, sometimes it works to come together as a group, but sometimes it doesn't work to come together as a group because the distance matters. It's not an easy thing. Just pack and go. Well, you have to cross the rivers. The weather conditions are not favorable all the time. So that's a challenge. Any communication? Yeah, there is a mobile um, operator, MTS, that provides the mobile communication there. So we use our mobile phones. Well, I get it. So the mobile operators help sometimes at home. Yeah, you can call each other, but some sites, the signal is too weak. Sometimes the weather is bad, so communication doesn't work. But then you have to look for a proper spot with a better signal, and then we can call and communicate. Well, with the translation that has been completed so far, some of the Bible books, do you ever listen to those books in Hanti language yourself? Did you share with others? I have it in my telephone, so sometimes I listen to the uh, Hanti Bible translation, audio translation, but I never shared it with anyone just to be honest, because it depends on the internet connection. Sometimes it's a challenge, but also you have to know how to share. So I'm not that knowledgeable in terms of the sensor uh, devices. So I don't know how to share. I never did it. But I know I have a sister. She listens to the worship songs in Hanti. She listens to the Bible translation. So she loves it. She, she can't read. She's illiterate. She never went to school. And she can't speak Russian, so she listens to the Bible in Hanty language. So the Word of God is uh, nourishing her. 
It's her food spiritually. Well, how was it for you when you first time heard the Hanti language Bible translation? Did you understand? Did you have special feelings? What was your experience? Can you share? If you remember, of course. Well, for the first time, well, any special impressions, any feelings? Any ideas? Well, it was an interesting thing. When we just started to work on Bible translation, my thought was it's impossible. So I even said no when I was asked to work on Bible translation. Some brothers came and asked me to be involved. I thought, no, I won't succeed in it. And I said no. But then I still started and God was helping and guiding me. And I worked on Bible translation since then. So I'm still involved. I'm still translating. And it was a success. It worked and it's still working. Why did you think it will not work? Why? Why did you feel that way? I thought it was impossible, like immediately to give a good draft so that you record it and keep it. But then they helped me with a tip, like you can delete and you can re-record the verse. You can take some corrections, some adjustments. So it helped. Well, first I was writing down all the translated passages, but then they told me, you don't have to write it down. It's too much. So we just worked with audio immediately. Uh, do Hanti people have their own written language? No, we don't have written language. Well, we use Russian letters and the way we hear the words, we can write it down with Russian letters so you can see the meaning when you read it. But then we stopped writing because it was needed and it doesn't work really. You don't have to write it down. It's impossible. So we just do audio recordings. I think in general, People, they don't read much in Hanta language. No, they don't. They don't read because there is no written language. Well, there are some newspapers printed in Kazim, in Kazim dialect. We can't read it or we, when we read it, we can't understand. So Kazim language is a different dialect. Yeah, many words we don't know what they mean. So it's different. Well, your dialect is Surgut dialect. Yes. That's the one. Yeah, that's what we speak. There is also Termagan dialect. It's a different one. Our dialect is Surgut dialect. Yeah. Well, people that speak this dialect, are there many numbers? Like in this area, what are the numbers we speak about? Uh, are they far away from here? And then how far are the people with different dialect? How far do they live with Landor dialect? Uh, they speak the different dialect and we can't understand each other. Well, some words are similar, but when they speak their dialect, we immediately identify that they are not from our group of people. Well, still you can communicate. Yes, this Bible translation that we're working on, they can understand it very well. Just a few words that are different. Sometimes it's the same word, but the pronunciation is different. When they speak, they say it in a sweeter and a milder way. We say it with more emphasis, a harder way of pronunciation. So their language is softer in that sense, but the words can be the same. So that's an interesting thing to know about such differences. So the adjacent dialects are different like that with the same people group, but different uh, subgroups of people with the sub dialects. Yeah, with Ugut uh, dialect. They live near the river Ob. Their language is much firmer, with more emphasis, even harder than the way we speak, but we still can communicate and understand each other. So for them, this translation will benefit. They can understand when they listen. So that's how it is. Praise the Lord. Wonderful. 
Well, some other people groups like Nancy and people in Yamal, they can't understand our language. When we meet them, we only speak Russian to each other. So this Bible translation will not be beneficial to them because it's an absolutely different language, so they can't understand it. Okay, so how is it with the Hanta language in general? What's the situation? Because we've been discussing this topic for a few times so far, and we know that the younger generation is losing it. They prefer speaking Russian, right? That's what they opt for. So they speak less and less Hanti language. Is it true? Uh, what do you think? Is there any solution how to reverse this negative trend, how to resolve it? Well, parents, parents should teach their language to their children. So it depends on parents. Like in the woods where we live, people, they watch lots of uh, videos, they watch TV sets, they watch uh, videos on the discs, on the DVDs. Children, they watch cartoons and movies. Yesterday we talked with Slava about that. So now, if you travel to the camping ground, uh, you will find out that radio is not that popular anymore. People prefer watching TV with DVDs. Children, they are watching cartoons. That's why they are fluent in Russian, because all of those cartoons are in Russian. They use their phones, they play on the phones. So that's what we see now. More and more, that's their food, and that's what they learn. So they have less communication and fellowship in Hanta language with their parents. So all of them now speak Russian. Well, that's the negative thing for the people, at least how I see it. Yeah, it's not that good trend. In the schools, they have to learn the Hanta language. That's what they teach them. So in the schools, that's what they do. Children have to learn Hanti. When I went to school, we didn't have to learn Hanti language, but now they teach them Hanti language, like even here in the village, they teach them Hanti language in schools. Well, Bible translation, I think that can facilitate the strengthening of the national language position. Don't you think so? Even from the perspective of uh, like history, yes, the Word of God, this is the message from God to the people that don't believe in God, they don't speak Russian. But nevertheless, Bible translation also, it's something special for the people, like for the believers, for the Christians that are of Hanti origin. They are believers in Jesus. So for them, it's such a resource. They use the Bible, the scripture in Hanta language. They can speak this language. They can preach in this language. So the language would develop. It's a living language because some languages are dead languages. So living language is the language that is used all the time. And the more it's used, the more living it becomes. Yes, of course. When you speak Hanta language with your own people, you spend some time, you fellowship, you preach in Hanta language. It gives them more and more understanding and they believe it that that's their God. Otherwise, when you speak it in Russian, they get saved, but they always tell you this is the Russian God we believe in now. So when you speak to them in Hanta language, you give them the Bible translation in Hanta language, they think differently. Yeah, it's not the Russian God. He's the God of the universe. He is in control over everything, over all the people. It's important because uh, we are not eternal 
meaning our life in this world, in this earth, it doesn't last forever. We stay for a while. We need to teach our children. We have to communicate and give something to them because we can influence their lives, the way they grow up, the way they will continue their lives serving God or not. It's important, especially for the non-believers, for people that... Mm, they see Russian language as a foreign language because for them to preach in Russian is to preach a foreign God to them. So it's so important for them to know the Word of God and hunt the language for them and for us. The language is important. Praise the Lord. Well, when they listen to the Word of God, the sermons in Hanta language, they are much more open to receive it. The non-believers, they listen to the Word of God in Hanta language, they are much more receptive. They will not reject it compared to when they hear it in Russian language. Of course, that's the trend the unbelievers have. Like people, the non-believers, like now, uh, we don't have to send Russian people to reach out for our Hanti people. We can, but they will not receive them the same way as they receive the Hanti person that comes to preach about God to them. Because, uh, like, for Christians, they are hospitable. They would host any person, any nationality. But worldly people are not the same as Christians, so they are not that receptive. So if Russians come and bring the word in Russian, that's different compared to when Hanti people bring the word of God in Hanti language to the non-believers Hanti people. It's their language, it's their God, and that's a deeper understanding they get. They get the meaning, they understand what you tell them about. So that's very different. Yeah, even history gives us some examples. Looking back at the Bible translations, when people received the word of God in their mother tongue, it helped to shape the national identity of that people. Because even in the past, when there were some dispersed tribes, when the scriptures have been translated into that language, it gave people their national identity. It shaped and formed the identity much faster because there was a Bible, there was a scripture in their language, and it worked differently. Yeah, when I work on Bible translation, I'm thinking that even we, the translators, will go deeper. We know God in a deeper way. The Word of God is our food. We get nourished. So it's not just the superficial knowledge. You have to go into deeper things. It's the deeper things of God you learn about. So even for us, it's such a great advantage. We benefit a lot. We go deeper with God. Yes, it's true. You work with the Word of God. It touches your lives. It works in your life. It reveals things to your lives. Yes, you change yourself. You get changed. So it's not a fast job. When you work, you think, you meditate, you want to convey the correct meaning in the Word of God. So... It affects you when you work with the Word of God. Yes, praise God, such a great joy to serve God. It's so important when we serve God, we do it, each one, on the right place with the gifts that we have. Each one of us has different gifts. Some are involved in Bible translation. That's a beautiful ministry. Yes, our people, they are in a great need of that translation for many years because we have this paganism, the idol worshiping, the shamanism yes across siberia that's how people used to live for centuries the shamanism yeah 
Even if it seems like now we work so hard, we do things, but where is the visible outcome? We want to see the quicker results, but we just have to relax. God is faithful. What's the key is not to stop, just to go on to continue working as hard as we have been working and God has a plan. He wants to bless the people of Hanti and other people and nations through you. But it's important to be faithful. As Jesus Christ was teaching us, when you are faithful with small things, you will be given uh, greater things. You will be entrusted with the greater things. So may the Lord bless you. May God bless you and your family. So continue with serving God. All of us, we should serve God, each one in our own place. So thank you so much for the fellowship, for answering our questions. Praise God.